Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Tommy! What's up, bud? What's up, my bestie? I know. What are you doing? How are you? I'm really good. I am uh, just hanging in the studio waiting for you to call. Nice. I have bad news. I did not meet The Rock. I do not know what he smells like. Come on, Tommy. I know. I'm doing the best I can. Did you film all that stuff for that movie we talked about over the summer? No, we did. I wound up not doing the movie. Oh. Um, no. I got busy, and then I wound up writing a biography. And then uh, this has been a lot going on. We're going to talk all about it. All right. Well, listen, keep it on the back burner for me, will you? Say that one more time. What? I said keep it on the back burner for me, just in case. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, when I saw you over the summer when you guys were on tour with Papa Roach, that was the first time you and I really had a, sit, a chance to sit down and talk. And Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, we were just hanging out and, and talking about this wave that Bad Wolves was riding. And one thing that you neglected to bring up was that you guys were working on another album because Nation comes out tomorrow. Well, we were actually done with the new album at that point. We just weren't talking about it. Yeah, what? We talked about everything else, but yeah, but I mean, we were—I I guess we were having so much fun. I forgot. I mean, that's <laughs> that's what happens, you know. It's like, oh wait, I'm in a band and I have a new album coming out in the fall. Wait, I just—it totally slipped my mind. Listen, Dwayne Johnson is is much more important. Okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. You know what? I can't argue with you, darling. I just can't. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So how's everything going? Are we starting? Did we start? Yeah, we're already going. Oh, awesome. I love it. <laughs> you like, don't even know like, what's going on. on. Like, All right, cool. That's how you know it's like super authentic. You're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't even know they're interviewing. They're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you? Are you home? I'm in, I'm in Venice, California. I was just home. there a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even realize that you would be home. I just assume you're constantly touring. Yeah, dude, I was so bummed. How was your trip here? It was very fast. I was only in L.A. for a couple days, and I I did a lot of running around. I went to a lot of cemeteries. I went and saw Ronnie James Dio and Lemmy and Chris Cornell and just, you know, I did a lot of touristy stuff that you're probably sick of by now. Oh, that's, not, that's not really touristy stuff. That's like, um, I don't know, that's like birthright stuff for rock and roll, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I was just in Dallas this past weekend, and I had to go see Vinny and Dime. It, it had to be done. Yeah, we're going to be there on Saturday, so I think I'm going to I'm going to take a little detour. We we have a show with Marilyn Manson there, so I'm going to see if I could take a detour and go out to Arlington Cemetery and see them. I was I was riding with a bunch of people on motorcycles, and we pull into the cemetery, and they were like, "Do you know where?" the grave sites are and i said no but i'm sure we'll find it we came around a corner and saw a bunch of dudes in black t-shirts and i was like i'm pretty sure that's where we need to go Mm -hmm. sounds about right pantera forever ma'am what are you eating are you are you eating something healthy that's loaded with protein right now you workout maniac i'm eating a mango chia pudding lavender cashew i don't know some hippity dippity stuff look i don't i listen i like steak and cheeseburgers i just my girlfriend's a personal trainer. I hired a personal trainer. My roommates do CrossFit. I, I just, you know, I'm just, I live in California. So I just, you know, they're like, here, don't eat this, eat this. I'm like, okay, cool. It's food. Well, listen, if I had a girlfriend that was as hot as yours, I would eat 
whatever the hell she told me to. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because she boxes, man. I'm scared of her. <laughs> you should be. She looks like she could kick your ass, and you're not a pussy. She's a tough one. Um, but, yeah, she's great. I think one of your coworkers is actually doing Whitney's um, her physical challenge thing online. Really? She's doing like a yeah. Uh, I can't remember who it was because they messaged both of us um, and she signed up and they're doing like this like five week fitness challenge. And so it's actually interesting. She posted about it and like I think like six or seven out of like forty people found her fitness thing through through me. So it's pretty cool. She helped me a lot. She's like, Whitney and I have been friends for a, for many years, and um, she she used to train me. We've been friends for a long time, and um, she helped me a lot dealing with a lot of my like weight loss issues because I had I had lost ninety pounds at one point. I was uh, three hundred and twenty pounds, and I went down to two twenty, and then now I'm kind of resting and at, at like a healthy healthy middle weight um, for me. And uh, it's just she's really passionate about helping people. She's Helps a lot of, like, moms who just had their first or second kid and they want to, like, get – they don't feel good about getting back in the gym. And so, you know, it just we kind of work together. Like, you know, we, we like – it makes sense. Like, I, I help a lot of people in sobriety. She helps a lot of people with food stuff. And, you know, she's trying to make a change, trying to make a change in the world, you know? Well, maybe I'll have to have her help me. That will be if awesome. You want, yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's, she's really, really fantastic. I'll, uh, I could put you guys in touch. But well, she's uh she she she's killing it. Well, listen, we can't get sidetracked today. We have important yeah, stuff we, to talk about. We got to talk about the record. The record's amazing. I actually like it, and I'm like a huge perfectionist. And I'm like, I'm always like listening, and I'm like, oh, we should have did that. We should have did this. And then this time around, I'm like, I think we did it, boys. Feels good. Who's Feels good all the way through? Who got the tattoo that's on the cover? Who is that? That's uh, this girl, Angela. Um, she's a model based out of L.A., uh, but the artwork is from is was all shot by Harris Newcomb, who's like my favorite photographer. And so Harris, I met Harris through Josh Brolin because Josh purchased a print off of him at one of his galleries, and I started following him on Instagram. Then Bad Wolves did a headlining show at the Garage in London. I invited Harris and his wife or his girlfriend. They came down. We instantly hit it off. Uh, a couple months later, I was like, "Hey, do you have, like?" He, he had sent me some some unreleased images, and then that was one of them. And I was like, "Dude, can can you do the images for our album art?" And he was like, "Yeah, absolutely." So we figured it out, and then you know, and now it's all kind of like each each panel kind of represents each individual song, and. Um, you know, the cover itself, Nation, is Nation is like our fan base. It's kind of like Raider Nation, but it's Bad Wolves Nation. And the fans have, like, they call themselves the Wolf Pack. And, like, they send us they send us thousands of pictures of it. They get tattoos of the logo, or they get tattoos of wolves. Some of them get our autographs tattooed. And, um, you know, this second record is, like, it's really about them. It's really about, you know, it's, the, it's an acknowledgement and a, you know, thank you for supporting us um, because they, in a sense, have changed our entire lives. Listen, we we're like best friends now, and and yeah, now yeah. that we're like getting into basketball season, like we we can't talk about sports because you and I will fight. No, I don't really fight like that. <laughs> <laughs>
because you wear a lot of Lakers gear, and it makes me sad. That's okay. I wear a LeBron James jersey because we're from L.A. I know you are. It just still makes me sad. Yeah. That's okay. I'm from New York. Listen, I wear wear Brooklyn Nets jerseys, too. The Brooklyn Nets custom made me Bad Wolves jerseys. Uh, They made me, like, four of them last year, and I used to wear those all the time. But I'm not one of those people. Like, I'm from New York, and I, I have, you know, I grew up in the metal scene. So, obviously, like, I always had friends in, like, Shadows Fall and Kill Switch Engage or, like, knew the guys in Unearth. And I never really understood the – I never really adhered to, like, the Red Sox-Yankees beef. All right, you know what I mean? I'm just like, all right. Or, like, the Giants-Patriots. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, it's it's actually interesting to me because I've been all over the world and, and, like, Northeast Coasters, even from different cities like Jersey, Philly, Mass. New York, we're so much alike. <laughs> like, like, and and like people who never who haven't moved out and lived other places. Like, I live in LA, so if I'm in California. If I meet some from Massachusetts, I'm like, oh, it's like a diamond. I'm like, oh my god, someone who's real. So yeah, you know I mean, I'm just like somebody who doesn't care. They, just, you know, what I mean, you eat carbs and you'll fist fight somebody. You know, someone who will bust my balls. So it's like. So my perspective on all that stuff is totally different having lived, lived in California as long as I have. So, well, I, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, you're from Philadelphia? You like cheese steaks? <laughs> <laughs> Try my <laughs> mango like, pudding. It's really good. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm tired of this. Somebody send me a freaking bagel. Well, before I have to let you go, tell me about this autobiography. Because your life story, I told you this when we met, is fascinating. It's actually not an autobiography. So um, there's a, uh, a writer, uh, um, he's done his own autobiography, he's written other people's biographies. We actually met through a producer, uh, I, I don't want to drop names, it actually goes back to The Rock, but <laughs> it's like a long story. Here we go, anyway, everything goes back to The Rock. I know, thank you Dwayne Johnson. So anyway, I, I got... Uh, for whatever reason, one day I got asked to show up at the Cigar Lounge in Beverly Hills and tell my story by a buddy of mine who is also in recovery. And I didn't. I came in, I met a bunch of guys, and I talked for hours, for like two and a half hours. And, uh, and I was like, I don't understand what this, like, I didn't know if I, I was giving an intervention. I don't know if I was, you know, I didn't know what was going on because I get asked to speak at things a lot. And then it turned out that, the, the people who I was speaking to were like kind of big shots and they were like big deals and they were they were said this is a movie and a script but you got to make a book first and they're like this is a writer this guy works for me blah blah, blah. I'm like nice to meet you well we all talked and then that was it we decided that that's what we're gonna do so we'll see what happens so this it's your story but you're not writing it I'm co-writing it with like a professional writer damn yeah Who's going to play you in the movie? Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Obviously, obviously, somebody <laughs> cool. Obviously, someone much more handsome and buff than Tommy Vex. I don't know, dude. You seem to be doing just fine. Don't sell yourself short. Well, listen, if the, if the, anyway, if The Rock says yes, then you'll finally get to smell him. God, it would be fantastic. I'm going to be like, look, Tommy's my best friend, so I'm calling in the favor. <laughs> Oh my God! Whatever it takes, I guess you know. Hey, That's whatever what the works. Whole thing is about it's. It's not really about my my book. It's about so you have the opportunity to smell the rock. <laughs> what the fuck is cooking? <laughs>
That's real friendship. That's real friendship, dude. Absolutely. So the album comes out tomorrow, and you guys are playing shows with Five Finger Death Punch, but here's the important question. When am I going to see you again? When are you coming back to New England? Um, I don't know for uh, with all certainty, but we the talks, what it looks like is sometime in the spring. Fantastic. So, yeah, so I think we might actually go out and do either a headliner or a co-headlining U.S. tour next year. Um. Yeah, and so we'll be, we're going to be looking for bands to open up and all that jazz. And, you know, it's going to be, uh, it's, we're, we're never going to stop touring, so we'll see you soon. Well, congratulations on the new album. Obviously, the first single is killing it, so I anticipate that the whole album is going to be great, even though I didn't get an advanced copy from my supposed best friend. But whatever, it's fine. It comes out on Friday. I'll buy it like everybody else. I didn't know you didn't get one. I'll get I'll get one. <laughs> I'll have I'll have I'll ask if Autumn Autumn are you listening? She's listening. I'm always listening. Uh, we do always have listening. some coming out. Um, they'll be at your station on Friday for you, Carrie. I I figured as much. I'm just busting his balls. Boom. That's what us Boom. East Coast people do. Listen, what do I gotta do? I got I gotta write a book and make a movie so you can meet the Rock. You're worried about my CD getting there on time. I'm like, geez, come on, man. It's what have you done for me lately, Tommy? Seriously. I hear. I hear you. I hear you. It's not just a Janet Jackson song. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that song? I'm so glad you remember that. Right of course right. I remember that. I'm just trying to imagine you singing it, doing the dance moves, because that's freaking hilarious. I can't really dance like that. It's pretty embarrassing, but, you know, I would try. I would just try. please don't wear the headset. No, I actually own one. Duh. Oh, God. My Halloween, co- my Halloween costume. I'm going as Janet Jackson. From That's that video. amazing. I'm, I would be the ugliest Janet Jackson drag queen in the history of <laughs> Janet Jackson drag queen. <laughs> hey, you could compete on RuPaul's like- Drag Race. Because um, they're talking about Rob Halford be a judge. Oh, really? That'd be awesome. Then you would totally win. Yeah, maybe, right? <laughs> I'll just uh, come out like a robot, and he's like, what are you supposed to be? I'm like, turbo lava. I got to let you go, Tommy. I'm so glad we got a chance to catch up. I'm super excited about the album on Friday, so congratulations. Awesome. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you and uh, t- tell your dude I said hi. I, I will do that. all of us to get together and hang. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be in touch. and t- you know, Hit me up. Let me know what you think of the record when you get to get Yeah, to I will. Place. And the next time I'm in Venice, I promise I'll let you know. Please do. Please. I will. All right. Have a good one. Enjoy your mangoes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Bye, honey. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com.